You're listening to the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast, episode 116. Have you ever met somebody who literally just rocks your whole entire world? Maybe when you first encountered this person, you weren't sure what to think about them, or maybe you just assumed something about them because of what they do for a living, what they look like, literally anything. It could be different for everybody. Um, But then when you actually meet this person and learn about them and get to know them, you realize that they are so much more than you ever could have imagined. Well, this literally happened to me with today's guest. On the show with me today, I have Elise Nicole Kirkpatrick, who is an authenticity mentor and an intuitive guide. Her life passion is to support women with embodying their most authentic expression, magnetizing their dreams, and living their most aligned life. She thrives on holding space for you to claim your birthright of limitless radiance. She loves to activate a deep remembering of your signature soul medicine, propelling you towards self-leadership and empowered living. But how does she do all this exactly? Well, she offers intimate client sessions, life-changing courses, and speaking engagements, and transformational healing events. With a grounded and spiritually charged approach, Elise Nicole brings ancient wisdom to the modern world. But this girl is so much more than your spiritual bestie. She is a gun-shooting, horse-riding, swing-dancing kind of gal. She's a United States veteran, a follower of Christ, and literally so much more. When I tell you this lady does it all, I really do mean it. My conversation with her absolutely blew me out of the water. I left our chat feeling so fulfilled and motivated to be a better version of myself, and I know you will too. We talk about limiting beliefs in entrepreneurship, finding balance and confidence, and making our own unique mark on this world. We dive deep into the intrusive thoughts and traumas that so many of us have and how to overcome those to be a better version of yourself and to choose a path in life that's going to be best for you. And I am so excited to announce that there is a very special surprise at the end of this episode. So you're going to have to listen all the way through to hear what it is. I absolutely cannot wait for you to hear this episode. So without further ado, here is Elise Nicole. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through. But most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. There's a good chance that if you've been around here before, you've heard me talk about HoneyBook, but never like this. Right now, you can get the ultimate tool that I use for my business for only $1 per month for your first eight months. That's $8 for eight months to have access to all the features that keep my business up and running. After the eight months is up, you can choose to get on a monthly subscription or an annual one or cancel entirely if it's not your cup of tea. HoneyBook is perfect for any small service-based businesses as it is the all-in-one solution to everything 
everything you could possibly need. Keep everything from client communication to documents, payments, scheduling, and more all in one easy organized place. Personally, I love that HoneyBook has contract templates ready to use as well as email templates, questionnaires, and brochures. They even have free account migration so that if you've been sending out these things in another way, they will set up your account with your current documents for free. And did I mention that you can get paid through HoneyBook? This was such a game changer for me because now I can put clients on payment plans and track them all in one place. And if someone is late on a payment, HoneyBook sends them a reminder email automatically for me. So I can skip the awkward, where's my money email. Introverts, I know you feel me on that one. To give HoneyBook a try for only $1 per month, head over to sarahelrod.com slash HoneyBook and click the link. This is a business resource you are going to wish you had sooner. I was like totally stalking you. And (laughs) I, I loved that. And you even put this in your bio, which I think is funny, but I have to like totally out myself that, um, I feel like when people think about like maybe what you do, and I'm probably guilty of this, like sometimes it can come off almost like a little, I don't know, like woo woo ish, Mm -hmm. but I love that you put in your bio that you're breaking the stereotypes of like spiritual women and like you can shoot guns, ride horses and all things. And that was totally my thought was like, this is nothing. She's nothing like I would have ever imagined. And you're so different. And I feel like you are just creating this own space for for women like that. And and I just love that. So yeah, absolutely. I am so stoked on that. And that's, that's really my purpose is to, you know, give people permission to be whatever they want to be. And so, yeah, that's what I want to talk about today with you because I'm so lit and I, I myself am a cowgirl. I've been riding horses since I was very, very little and never stopped. Um, and it's so funny. Well, we can talk about this, um, when you're ready to get started, but I just am so passionate about women in the Western world, knowing that they don't have to just be one thing. Mm. And that is something that I know from my own experience. So, uh, cause I, I had to go through it and I had to learn that myself. And so I'm so excited to chat with you. Yes. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited too. I have so many things I want to talk about and I'm glad that sounds like you have things you want to talk about. Um, fair warning. My baby is over here playing. He might be loud at some point. So I, if he gets too loud, I'll try to just mute myself as you're talking, but, um, all good. I listened to your podcast. Podcast, so I know where you are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Got it. And I'm a mom. I have two, an eight and a 10 year old, and um, they're at school right now, but this is life. I'm also a birth doula. I don't, that's not like something I talk about um, out loud because I just do it by word of mouth. And okay. so babies are very much so in my realm. And <laughs> yeah, so Perfect. it's all good. I'm so glad he's there. And I'm sure his energy just adds to the life of your podcast. Oh, yeah. So. I totally have caved into it. Like the first couple months, I was so stressed about trying to figure out how I was going to keep him quiet while I was doing this. Because I mean, it's just, you know, me, my husband goes to work. And so I, we don't have like child care, like he's always with me. And so I was like, always so stressed about having him be quiet while I was doing this. And then I just was like, you know what? It is what it is. This is life right now. If he makes a noise in the background, who cares? I know you're so cute. I heard on one of your podcasts, you're like, I'm, I'm feeding him right now. You might hear him breathing. And I'm like, that's my favorite noise. (laughs) Yep. We are just so sweet. We are so 
so real around here. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. Dogs have barked on this show. <laughs> Babies have cried. It's all the things. Love it. Yeah. All good. All good. Oh my gosh. Well, I would love to just jump right in and have you introduce yourself for anybody that is unfamiliar with you, what you do, who you are, all the things. Do you want to go ahead and just kind of give us yeah. your little itch? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm Elise Nicole. That is my first name. Some people uh, really love the fact that it's like a long name. So I like to share that that is actually my first name. It's not just my Instagram bio. <laughs> and um, yeah, I am so passionate about supporting bold women who are really ready to live like their most authentic expression and to be magnetic and to break the mold like we talked about previously of whatever the world tells us we're supposed to be or we should be. And I'm truly so passionate about seeing people succeed in following their dreams and whatever grand visions they have for themselves. And so a little bit about my background. I am a United States Coast Guard veteran. When I graduated high school in Texas, I wanted to go somewhere. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to see what else was out there. I always thought I was going to work for myself. And so I know that that is kind of like a roundabout. I'm back there, six-figure business owner here, solopreneur myself. But I did do my due diligence to our country, and that is something I'm so proud of. When I joined the Coast Guard, I was kind of that woo-woo spiritual yogi girl who was on the ship, um, deployed a lot. And luckily, I got stationed in Hawaii, where it's very easy to be a yogi <laughs> and very easy to kind of dip your toes into the spiritual world. There's a lot of guidance out there. There's a lot of people who can empower you to, to be in the world of spirituality. I started dancing hula and my kumu hula, what is, what is your teacher of hula, really taught me about kind of the quantum physics of spirituality and how it's not just this like woo-woo thing, there's science behind it. And what I love so much is as I was seeking, I was living this life of, I was a diesel mechanic, okay? <laughs> and Yeah, and so I was living this life with like covered in oil and like having to climb into pistons on a giant diesel engine on a ship. And then in my time off, I was at the yoga studio and studying and drawing closer to God and drawing closer to the divine and learning how to weave that all together. And so I was in the Coast Guard for six years. And then when I got out, I uh, became a mom. And that is the largest awakening any of us can ever go through, as I know you can relate to. And in that time, I had used my GI Bill to become a yoga instructor. And I learned about meditation and yoga and the art of teaching it and not just being a student. And I was so passionate. And I found myself just really wanting to connect with my yoga students one-on-one. -on -one. So I spent a lot of time getting to know people and learning their stories and kind of just kind of taking it all in and understanding like, okay, how could I help each and every one of these people, not just in their body and yoga, but in whatever they are craving in their connection to the divine. 
So all of that happened and I'm a new mom and I had a really interesting thing happen in my life with my children's father, which is, um, we still have a great co-parenting relationship, but, um, we were starting to separate and I had my very first panic attack and, um, had anxiety like crazy. I thought Sarah, I thought I was going crazy. Like I, I legitimately went to the hospital, into the ER, and I was like, I'm either having a heart attack or something is happening. My body is giving up. I'm not sure. It was terrifying. And in that moment, I like lost my entire connection to my spirituality. I just like wanted to give up but I have two kids. So mm-hmm. I didn't obviously. And, um, I, I had this chapter in about 2016, 2017, where I had a complete breakdown and went back to absolute bare neutral. I, I realized in that moment, I have to completely reinvent myself. And I have this opportunity to, you know, working with therapists and going to yoga and doing all of the things that I thought I knew would work, right? Um, aside from caving and taking tons of medication, I was like, I can't, I can't just let this be who I am now. I have to take the reins, really, so to speak. So throughout about a year, I healed my own anxiety and healed panic attacks through trial and error, just trying lots of different things. And and then at the end of 2018, I moved to Colorado. And when I got here, I was like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I, when I I was like before I was on the ranch living at my parents' place uh, after our separation. And I, so I was like taken care of really. And I had this space to explore who I was. And when I got to Colorado, I was like, okay, I have to make an income. I'm a single, sovereign, empowered mama. So I'm going to see myself and I have to come up with something. Well, if there's any yoga teachers listening, we are well understood that we don't make a whole lot of income teaching yoga. And so I decided that I was going to take all of the tools that I had learned that helped me reclaim my life and create mentorship and create sessions and courses and workshops that give people these tools and the wisdom to step into self-leadership through empowering themselves. My biggest thing is I don't want to empower you. I want you to empower yourselves. So that was 2018 to 2023. And now I am thriving in this business and I absolutely love my story. I know that there's a lot of women out there that experience anxiety, and I'm here to tell you that it can be your biggest source of inspiration and wisdom and guidance if you allow it to be. And um, yeah, God wants us to be our most radiant selves. And so it's kind of like holding the mirror up to ourselves to show us where we can be more bold, where we can step forward into our own authenticity. So (laughs) I know that was a lot. Mm -hmm. um, introduction, but I think the story is so important. No. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I'm so glad you dove that deep and you speak so well. (laughs) I feel like I could sit here and listen to you all day. Um, I 
gosh, wow. Your story is so incredible. Um, First off, like, what don't you do? Like you were a diesel mechanic. <laughs> what? I'm just like mind blown over here. You do all these things. That is just so crazy to me, but I love it. I love that you've kind of dipped your toes into like all these different avenues. And I mean, you've probably learned so much from doing so many different things. Um, So that's just, I think that's so incredible. I think you have a really amazing story and journey to get where you are. And I, I know there was probably so many days in that journey that were just such a struggle. And I feel like so many people can relate to that. And especially as entrepreneurs, because obviously a majority of people that listen to the show, that's probably kind of what they've gotten tuned into. They either currently have a business, they want to be, you know, a business owner or or just want to do something for themselves. And I feel like so many people are in that position where they they want to find like, what is their purpose on this earth? Like, why am I here? And, and it's hard sometimes to figure that out. And I feel like that's something that you help bring out of people. And and I just love that that's what you do. I think that's so important because it's not, not an easy thing to do. And it's not something that we can always do on our own. Sometimes we have to have somebody else tell us like, here's what you're good at. And like, how can you use these things to, to grow and to, to use this to help other people? So I love that, that that's something you do. And I, I really respect that. Um, being that like what you do, what would you say are some of the, the most common things that you're helping people through? Like what are issues, I guess, if you will, I don't really know what the right word is, mm-hmm. <laughs> struggle, yeah. things like that. Like what are, what are some of the common things that you, you feel like you help the most? Yeah. So that's such a great question. And it's, it's such a vast answer, but if we break it down and really look at it, the biggest thing that I do is to help people get out of their own way. Most of the time, what we see is that we have these visions, we have these dreams, we know what we want to manifest, the desires that are deep in our heart, and we have all of these stories of traumas that we've carried from, you know, lifetime, or things that have happened to us that tell us we aren't good enough, or we're not important enough, or we don't have this skill set, or whatever it is. Um, I really take pride in showing people their magic and helping people to uncover that those issues might just be something that's looping in their limbic brain system. I'm so big on brain science. I'm like kind of a nerd. And (laughs) uh, one of the biggest things that I do in my work with people is to support them in reprogramming that neuroplasticity in the brain. And recreating the story and reminding you that you are the author of your own story and you get to close those old chapters. Sometimes we have to go back and look at them a time or two and understand the root of why they're continuing to play out in our lives. But ultimately, you are the author. You get to write the story. And most of the time, the only thing standing in your way is yourself. Yes. I agree. I think that, I mean, that is so true for even myself. There are so many times that I feel like imposter syndrome steps in and, you know, no matter what it is that you want to do, and I've had it in so many different 
things. You know, when I wanted to start this business, it was like, well, who am I to think that I could do that? And even starting this podcast, I was like, who do I think I am to share business advice? Like I'm not a millionaire or whatever, you know? So it's, it's just funny how we, we do, we get in our own way and and I've done this show and I feel like it's (laughs) been pretty successful so far. And so it is crazy how you you hold yourself back for so long um and it's it's our own thoughts a lot of times i think we tend to think that everybody's focused on us like what's everybody else going to think but i think a huge thing that i've learned is just that everybody's really trying to just focus on themselves and what they're doing and people aren't probably paying as much attention to you as you think they are (laughs) in Mm -hmm. that sort of way. Um, I know that was a huge one for me. It's kind of like that driving analogy where they say like when you're driving down the road and you think everybody's looking at you when you're driving, but really you're just, nobody cares what you're doing. (laughs) They're all focused on their lane in front of them, staying in their own lane. Yeah. I really, I really love the idea that if there are people watching us, we have an opportunity to be of service to the divine and the collective by just doing our best. I'm a huge, huge proponent of the four agreements. And if you've never read that book, it is so good. And a couple of those agreements are, you know, do your, do your absolute best, keep your word, don't take anything personal. um, And just really to like show up as your most authentic self. I mean, in every sacred text there is, including the Bible, it repeats over and over the message that God wants you to win. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the words do not be afraid. You may have seen this. It's, it's like circulating recently on social media, but the words do not be afraid is repeated 365 times in the Bible. Yes. And if we follow the teachings of the divine, no matter what sacred text you're reading, everything says, follow your heart, shine your light, do your best, be compassionate and come from a place of love. And I just truly feel that even if someone else is watching you, which sometimes they're not watching you, sometimes it's our own, like, like you said, imposter syndrome, yeah. but It's also the fact that there are some people who are watching you because you are inspiring just by doing the thing, (laughs) right? Yeah. Well, there's that thing that says everybody's an influencer. You know, it's not, you don't have to have hundreds of thousands of followers to be considered an influencer. Everybody has their own kind of influence. And, you know, I love that. I'm a big analogy gal, but the one where it's like, you know, people think, oh, a hundred followers isn't a lot, but if you had a hundred people standing in front of you, looking at you, you'd probably think that's a lot of people. So I use that one all the time with my clients. I'm like, all right, think about filling a room with even 50 people. Mm -hmm. Like if they're tuned into you, you're making magic, you know? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everybody has something to say. And if you can make that impact on one person, I feel like you've done a great job. Um, and I, I just, I love that you bring up the Bible and how it says, do not fear 300. I I've, I've seen that. I knew that. Like, I, I love that that is going around, like you said, cause I I've seen that it's kind of circulating right now too. And I think it is such an important to remind, like reminder that we all need to maybe hear every now and then that, you know, God doesn't want us to be afraid. He doesn't want us to go through life holding fear. And it's a very normal human emotion to have, 
and it's okay to have fear, but you don't want to just rest in that and, and let that control your life and be the reason why you're making decisions or not making decisions because you're, you're sitting in that fear. And I think that's, that's a really beautiful thing that, um, you're, you know, you're, you're saying shine your light and, and go out there and, and be, be that light too. Cause I think that's such an important thing is there are people watching you. And if you can go out, like for me, it's always been an important thought of, I want people to look at me and be like, she's different. Something about her is different. And like, what is that? You know? And, and I just, I I love that. Everything that you said about that. I think that's really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, speaking to being different, the, mm-hmm. the thing that um, is so unique about how I show up (laughs) is I kind of rock people's world. So as you know, I'm a veteran, I'm a yoga instructor, I'm a meditation teacher. I play crystal bowls. A lot of people don't even know what those are. Um, It's using sound frequency for healing. Mm -hmm. And I also ride horses and I country swing dance and I shoot a pistol like a badass, pardon my French. And (laughs) I love it. You know, I grew up on a ranch and I, you know, I am a country girl at heart. And I also am very well versed in the spiritual world and something that I really love to give people permission to do is to empower themselves by really saying to yourself, I get to choose to be multifaceted. Mm -hmm. I get to decide who I am and what makes me who I am. And I don't have to be in a box. I don't have to just be a country girl. I don't have to just be a yoga instructor. I don't have to just be a mom. You get to be all of the things that your heart desires. And that's what makes you so special. And I think that when we are able to really give ourselves permission to be all of those things unapologetically, that's when we can make a huge difference on the planet because Oh my gosh, girl, people are craving uniqueness right now. They are craving something that's different. Like you said, like you want to be different. People want that. They want permission themselves to be that. So by you giving yourself permission to be different and by me giving myself permission to carry a crystal in my pocket and shoot my pistol in the same day, you know, (laughs) it's like, yeah, I I use cards and you know, they're right here. We can even pull a collective card for our listeners here today. But, you know, I pull Oracle cards as a way to connect to the divine and to tune into my native heritage. And I also read the Bible and Jesus is one of my best friends, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I love this. (laughs) You, I love that you said you rock people's world because that's how I feel. I'm just like, as I'm going through trying to learn about you and just your story, I'm just like, holy cow, this girl does everything. <laughs> like, I love it. And it, it's true because you are so, you have like broken that line of, you know, people do. They probably have that stereotype of like, here's what spirituality looks like. And here's what country girl looks like. And you are just like this beautiful blend of both. And I think that's such a great position to be when you are helping other people step into what they are because so many of us struggle with that and and trying to balance that of like well I'm I'm tossing around these two different things or more than that you know we want to be so many different things and we feel like we're so many different things and you know you don't have to be in a box you don't have to just be one thing you can be 
all of those things. And I, and I love that. I think that's, that's really cool. And I would love to do, go into all the things that you just said, pulling the cards. Like, I'm so curious, like I'm here for all of it. Um, I, I would love to hear just what, like, how would you approach somebody who maybe is kind of in that season or in that struggle of, of trying to find who they are? Like, what are maybe some of the ways that you help bring that out? So for people listening, they can kind of do an exercise or, or however that works. Yeah. Oh, I would love to give people a prompt. Um, this is my favorite thing. I love homework. Yes. (laughs) So, um, I just taught recently a three day workshop called embody your desires accelerator. And that is everything we got into. And I am happy to give your listeners this workshop for free. I have not done that yet, but I'm like on the fly right here because that's how I'm serving right now. So I will get you a code that you can put in the show notes um, to give this to your listeners for sure. So, but just speaking to right here, right now, the biggest thing that you can do is get clear on what you truly desire. And I'm not talking about vision boards. I think vision boards are a great tool and they're really amazing once you know what your true desire is. And When I speak of desire, I'm speaking of the emotion that you really want to have or the feeling that you really want to live in. So if you can get your journal out and just write down two or three ways of being or two or three feelings or characteristics that you want to embody, that you want to be, right? And so if you want to be successful in your business, well, first of all, you have to break down what does successful even mean? What does successful feel like? Because for each person, success, it has a different meaning. And so for me personally, okay, success looks like I get to be at the barn, right? I get to spend time with my kiddos. I get to travel and I get to serve my beloved clients whenever I want. That is success to me. Success means I am financially fit Mm -hmm. and success means I am healthy in my body that's what success is to me. Okay. Then I take those things, right? Okay. What does being at the barn do for you? Break it down. Girl, I have so many stories of horses that have literally saved my life. I know that as a horse girl, you probably have the same feeling. 100%. Like it almost chokes me up. I talked about this on a recent podcast. Like it almost chokes me up telling the story of one of them because I'm like, they save our lives. Okay, so when I when I break down that success to me is being able to be at the barn and being at the barn means I get to have horses in my life and having horses in my life means that I am truly at peace with my soul. Then Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying here is you unpack it all the way down to the anchor, the root of what it is. Then you'll understand when you're doing something in life that's not in alignment with how you want to feel based on what we're using success as an example, success means for you, then you'll have an easier time either saying, holy hell, yes to that. That is in alignment with what my heart desires or that's a hell no, right? It's so much easier to anchor into who you truly want to be and how you want to live your life if you know what you desire. And so if you are out there and you're really looking for, you know, how to 
embody that most authentic expression, well, the first step is to get clear on what that even looks like and feels like for you. Mm. Once you know what it's supposed to feel like, then make your vision board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you'll know what to put on your vision board. Um, the next part of it is once you understand, and this is all about neuroplasticity and brain science and your limbic brain system, which the limbic brain system is known as your underneath brain and that's your subconscious well we talked a little bit about this already but your subconscious has loops of stories that are playing and so if you know what your desires are and you're clear on them great but if you have some looping stories that are telling you that you're not enough or that you aren't important enough or you don't have this skill set or whatnot then it's time for you to unpack that to where that actually started where did that come from was it when you were a little girl and your siblings all got the attention or you had maybe uh, experience in your relational family that told you you weren't enough or you didn't get the attention or you know you every time something was hard you had to go sit by yourself in your bedroom whatever it is right that's like the deep stuff those kinds of traumas is they are so important to understand mm -hmm. if they are creating a loop that is a limiting belief that you are allowing because remember, we have to get out of our own way. So we have to take radical responsibility, right? If that loop is playing, then we have to take responsibility for going back, understanding where it came from, and then choosing to not allow that story to continue to play out. Do you ever wish that you could just have your next month's worth of content planned out for you, or at least have some help making a plan that is actually strategy-based and not just throwing a noodle at the wall and hoping it sticks? I feel ya. One of the hardest things for so many business owners and brands is coming up with content ideas that get them noticed or generate new leads. Well, you're in luck, my friend, because I am here to help. I know what it feels like to be in that creative rut of not knowing what to post, running out of ideas constantly, and just trying to keep up with this crazy content content-based market. So with that, I created a brand new freebie that will help you not only create an actionable plan for the next month, but I'm also giving you 30 days worth of content ideas totally free. This guide walks you through the exact thought process that I use when planning out my own monthly content, including an example as well as so many other kinds of tips and tricks to make your life a million times easier and to make your content more intentional. To get your hands on this totally free guide, head on over to Sarah Elrod dot com slash 30 days of content or you can click the link in the show notes mm, that's yeah. so good I like okay I have so many things like you, first I love love my fellow horse girls horse girl vibes I'm here for all of it um but I I 100% have to agree with you on on that part of things like I I have those stories with horses that just, I mean, they change the entire trajectory of your life. And I feel like everybody, you know, every little girl at some point probably loves horses. And, you know, even as adults, like everybody enjoys horses maybe to some degree, but until you've like really had an experience with a horse, I feel like you just have no idea what horse girls are talking about <laughs> because it's such a deep, it really is such a deep impact. And I know we sound absolutely insane talking about it, but horse girls listening, you know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if you're not a horse girl yet, get on it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. Go buy yourself a horse. It's fine. <laughs> or 
just go sit at a barn and watch them. That's all you really have to do. It's just be in their presence to have that. Oof, they're like such powerful creatures. Oh yeah, they really are. It's it's amazing. And I just I love what like your process and your steps I think are really incredible and I think you bring up an important point of the trauma aspect of things is that is a huge thing that I feel like holds a lot of people back, but it can also be a huge thing that pushes a lot of people forward. And I've seen another like thing going around on social media or before that basically, you know, I think they use the, uh, the example of like an alcoholic parent and there's two kids and that alcoholic parent has caused, you know, one kid to go one direction and almost follow down that same path of just, you know, being an alcoholic themselves or, or just not choose making the best choices in their life. And the other, the other kid basically, you know, went and built a career for themselves and, you know, is more successful and all those things. And, you know, it kind of, it shows like at the top, you know, they have an alcoholic parent and then it's like, what's your excuse? And both of them are like, well, I have an alcoholic parent, but it's just the, the complete polar opposites of one decided to take that type of trauma and, and go this way. And the other one took it and went this way. And it it's about choices and, and what you choose to let affect you and, and you can let it, you know, be a positive influence in your life and, and say, okay, I don't want to go down that same path. So what can I choose for my life? That's going to take me in this other direction, or you can let it affect you in a negative way. And I think it's hard to take that. You use the word responsibility. And I think that that is really important to understand too, is like things happen to us, but we have that radical responsibility, I think is what you said. And I just like, my heart exploded a little bit. I love that. Um, I want that on like a t-shirt. Um, I just, I love that. Um, branded cowgirl, radical responsibility, radical responsibility. I just, that like, Ooh, that's a good word. Um, but I think we all, we all have that. We have that responsibility to, to ourselves, to, to, be what we want to become and and to make those choices for ourselves. And they're not always easy. Um, mm-hmm. So I love, I love that you help bring, bring that um, what can be a negative story and and help people find the positives and, and how to turn in, turn that into like a good outcome. I love that. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's so, it's so easy to fall into victim mode. Mm. And one of the things that I share with a lot of my solopreneur clients, which are, I, it's called solopreneur because I'm like, we're not just working on business. You are an mm. entrepreneur, but you are first a whole soul. And the things that happen in your life affect or influence the things that you do in your business. And so you have to get right with yourself first before you can put energy into the expansion of who you are which is your business because your business is just an expression of you putting things in strategy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Into focus. And one of the things that can, can be really, really helpful for that is you either get to look at things as a trigger for the loop to continue, or you get to look at things as an activator for you to step up, for you to pull yourself up, for you to saddle up and do what you need to do to change the trajectory of your life. And the person that you are right here, right now, the woman that you are today in this moment, in this breath is everything that has happened based on the choices you have made and how you have responded to how life 
comes at you over the past years, months, weeks, even the choices you made yesterday, Mm. that is creating the woman that you are right here, right now. So if you know that, and you know that little wisdom bomb, then you get to choose in every breath, in every moment, how you're going to do life today so that you can become the woman that you want to be in two weeks from now, in six months from now, in five years from now. Yes. Oh, so powerful. And it's so, I feel like that's such a good, what's the word I'm trying to use? Like that, that in itself is so powerful for you to feel that way of like, okay, I have the choice. Like I can choose to be this and I can choose to to do more with myself. Whereas like you said, some people fall into that victim mentality of like, well, it doesn't matter what I do. Everything's just bad and woe is me. And, and we've all been down in the dumps before. We've all had those moments in our lives where we let it all just like fall on us. But and I think sometimes those are important. Sometimes we need to just hit the hit the bottom to go back yeah, up. But I did um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right? Like I feel like we've all been there. So there's no shame in that. But to be able to pick yourself up and say, okay, no more. Like we're not gonna do this anymore. I'm not gonna let this be where I stop. Like we're gonna work our way back up and climb back up that ladder and and you know make something of ourselves and that is a huge part of business like you said it's it's an expansion of who we are and of ourselves and something that we are trying to create that makes an impact and that's not always easy and especially for you know whatever area of life you're in motherhood you know some people are just getting out of high school and they don't know what they want to do some people are in their 60s and they want to start something new and and they don't know what that is um, you know, doing what I do, I feel like I've seen a lot of common things amongst entrepreneurs and, and struggles that seem to be, um, very common amongst those types of people. And I feel like a lot of it comes down to finding balance can be really hard. Um, that's a big one for me right now with motherhood. It's just trying to balance all of the things, um, you know, confidence of just being able to show up on social media and show up as that business owner, um, figuring out how to stand out amongst, you know, all the noise that is social media and, and content creation right now. I just feel like there's so much happening. So people fear that. And then, like you said, the limiting beliefs of just, you know, who am I to even be doing any of this? Um, do you have anything to speak on like those? I feel like those are some of the biggest things that I tend to tend to see amongst people that I've talked to. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I think is probably top top tier is that in business it doesn't matter what you do or what you're offering in the world is people are not actually buying the thing that you're putting out in the world Mm. people are buying a piece of being connected to you Mm. and so it doesn't serve us to hide behind our brand Mm. It serves us to share our story, show our face, even in the raw, even when we have tears in our eyes because things are hard, because it helps people relate to us. And then if you're selling beautifully tooled halters <laughs> or bridles or, you know, whatever you're selling, right, that are, you know, the the pants or the coaching packages or the photography, 
Yes. The thing you do is very important, but people are choosing to work with you because they feel like they can relate to you. They can trust you. They know you and they want to be in the piece of what you're creating on the planet. And so, oh gosh, I mean, it can be so easy to fall into the trap of social media and the comparison energy and just trying to keep up with all of the new algorithms and this and that. But at the end of the day, your people aren't going anywhere as long as you're being authentic and you're showing up. So at the end of the day, it's like, share your story, show your face. If you have no makeup on, like, that's cool. We love you for that. You know, show up and tell us that you're having a hard day. Show up and tell us what you're celebrating so we can celebrate with you because that makes me want to buy the beautiful turquoise jewelry that you are silversmithing, right? Because Mm -hmm. I see you, I know you, I want to support you. So I feel like that is really important. And, and speaking to balance, one of the most important things is to fill your cup first, because Mm -hmm when you're putting yourself out there as an entrepreneur and you're selling or you're creating or whatever it is, whatever you do, I don't care if you work at a fast food chain, you are going to be a more magnetic and more personable energy to be around where people are going to be magnetized to you and whatever your signature soul medicine or your soul gifts are on this planet if you feel good about yourself. And so I do this thing in one of my masterminds, it's called Empowered List Making, and it's where you write your to-do list And this is so interesting. Most people will not put any self-care on their to-do list. That's so if you go back and look at your to-do list from like (laughs) the last I'm like thinking about my to-do list now. I'm like, (laughs) you're probably right. Yeah. So you go back, you look at them, you notice you haven't put anything. So now when you make your next to-do list, make sure you put some self-care on there. And then you take that list and you rewrite it and you put all of the self-care first. Mm. Now, if you want to soak in a bubble bath at the end of the day with some salts and candles and whatnot, great. But make sure that you're doing something for yourself in the morning, like prayer or making yourself a beautiful cup of chai or make sure that you're cooking yourself really nourishing foods or dancing to some music that you like. Just make sure that there is something where you're pouring into your own cup first, because the more that your cup is overflowing, the easier it is for you to serve others. And that's what we're here to do. I will tell you, if you want to make money and you want to be prosperous, you cannot be prosperous if your cup is empty. Yeah. Prosperity is my cup is full and I'm pouring into others, others cups. And then they turn around and they all pour into mine. And now mine is like the, the spring of life yeah. because it's overflowing, right? <laughs> so I love it. The balance, yeah, the balance comes from making sure your cup is so absolutely full. And mamas that are out there, even just 10 deep breaths is filling your cup. You can stop and take 10 deep breaths Mm -hmm. and remind yourself that you're doing a good job and that you're needed and you're loved and you're important and you're more than enough for your kiddos. And that is self-care. It Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be going to the spa. 
<laughs> yes. No, I mean, I love, and I love that you're keeping it simple and reminding like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a trip to spa. There's so many things you can do. A big one for me lately has just been going outside because we've had a lot of snow days. It's been really cold. So it's like, uh, it's easy to want to just stay inside and sit here and stare at my computer. But then I'm like, wow, this is not good. I need to move. And so lately I've been like in the middle of my day, going outside, putting the baby in the stroller, just taking a little walk, going to see the horses whatever. And I mean, that's been a huge change on just my mood for the rest of the day, because on days where I don't do that, I mean, I feel like I hit that, you know, two o'clock slump where it's just, I'm over it. I'm done with the day. I'm tired. And, but just getting outside, getting that vitamin D like has just really changed my, my attitude a lot. And so that's been, that's been a big thing that I've been trying to do every single day is go outside for a little bit. Um, and per perfect example, right, is then Stetson mm -hmm. is like so lit up because he sees mama happy, Yes, you know, and he feels your energy of you feeling calm and collected and balanced. And now he's like, all right, cool. We're cruising. Like yeah. I get to see the horses. Mom's happy. It's a happy day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. It, it goes both ways. And I, I love that you said, you know, you're pouring your cup into you're filling your own cup and then it pours into others and they pour back into you. I love that it, it does. It goes back and forth. And and I've I've definitely seen that in, in my own life. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And I also loved what you said in the beginning about how people don't buy your product or your service. They're buying like a feeling, which is funny that you said that because I'm pretty sure I have a post scheduled to go up tomorrow that like says that exact thing. So I was like, oh yeah. yes, this is perfect. <laughs> Cause I, I was just thinking about that same, that same thing. It's not, you know, you could do the same thing as 500 people. And so what makes you different is that feeling that you're giving other people and, and what you're radiating off to them. Um, you know, and I, I tell other photographers that all the time, your pictures, yeah, you might have pretty photos that you offer people, but there's a lot of photographers out there that can take pretty pictures. They could do the same style you do pretty close. So at the end of the day, what makes people choose you over that other photographer? And it's, it's you, it's your personality and who you are as a person and also how you're making those clients feel you know, if you're making them feel good about themselves, they're going to remember that from their wedding day or whatever kind of photographer you do. Um, you know, they're going to remember those feelings more so than they are the actual pictures you're even taking, because you could take beautiful pictures and give somebody a terrible experience. And they're always going to look at those photos and have a negative feeling about it. Even if they're the most beautiful photos in the world, they're always going to feel negative about it if you weren't giving them that good feeling. So I, I think that's huge in business is just, just how you radiate yourself and, and you do in order to become that light that radiates, you have to make sure that you're taken care of. So love that. I think that was really good. So I would yeah. love to learn more about these cards that you have. I'm very fascinated. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know like anything about it. So I'm just like your student today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I might blow your mind right now. So just be prepared. <laughs> um, so just to give you a little backstory on Oracle cards and even tarot cards, or some people say tarot cards. Um, uh, well, first of all, I am a Scottish to the bone. My last name's Kirkpatrick. My entire family is like, we have a castle in Scotland. Like, 
super Scottish. <laughs> and then, uh, so like 75% or more. And then I have um, a lot of Native American in my blood as well. So in Celtic magic, in Celtic ancestral wisdom, Oracle cards and cards of divination have been used for a very long time. They are mentioned in the Bible. And when we look at the hidden texts of Mary Magdalene, who was Jesus's woman, right? Mm -hmm. um, she was not a prostitute like people like to share. <laughs> she, um, she actually had a mission that was very, very steeped in the deep wisdom of Christ's message as well. And so when we look at the texts of Mary Magdalene and we follow her lineage, she was also using cards as tools to help people connect to what Christ wants for all of us, which mm -hmm. is to live in our truth, to be in our light, to live in love, and to really live in the heart of our desires and who we are and to go out there and be bold and have courage which the word courage and etymology, if you break it down, is kuar, the heart, and age, which is fear. So putting fear in the heart together to go be bold, mm -hmm. right? This is that do not be afraid, do not fear that's in the Bible. So when we look at cards, they are not something that is connecting you to any negative force. The only thing I use cards for is for you to connect to the divine within you that helps you to understand what you might be facing right now and how that thing can be an activator for you to be your most authentic self. Okay. okay. So, good. yeah, it's great. I mean, I literally have cards. I have so many decks. I have over 35 decks and half of them are angels. Some of them speak to Christ. Some of them speak to earth magic. Some of them are um, the one I have here today is the native spirit because it's really easy to relate to. Mm -hmm. And so the way that cards work, and as you probably saw if you were on my website, I do Oracle card readings, is it helps for you to have clarity on where you are right now so that you can have tools and an understanding of what wants to be witnessed in you or focused on so that you can take the right steps or take aligned action towards what you want to embody, mm. whoever you are, right? And so when you draw a card, you're basically just listening to your intuition. And um, I have courses on intuition. I work with clients to tune into their intuition. Your intuition, the word inspired, you can totally tell I'm a nerd, right? The word inspired means to be filled with spirit. Now, for me, that's the Holy Spirit right? Yeah. So when I'm inspired, I am filled with what God wants to put in my heart to do the things he wants me to do to be of service to him and to the collective of people on the planet, mm -hmm. right? And so when we look at being inspired, that means to be filled with spirit. So when the cards inspire you to take action, you know, that this is how the divine is speaking through me and to me. 
Okay. So how it works is, and what we're going to do here, Sarah, is we're just going to draw one single card, but I'm going to do this with you so that we can work together yes. um, to pull a card for all of our listeners. So if you are listening to this right now, this message is meant for you. You can take notes on it. You can journal about it. You can just sit in contemplation and ask yourself, how this could relate to you. So real quick, the way that it works is we're gonna close our eyes and we're gonna take some deep breaths and we're just gonna drop into a little bit of a meditation, a little bit of a prayer. And then I'm gonna ask you and I'll guide you through this to give me a yes out loud for the right card for the collective who is listening here for our listeners. And then I will read to you the interpretation, what the card means, and then we get to kind of unpack what that means. So just closing the eyes here. If you're able to, if it's safe for you to do so, then just take a nice big deep breath in. Allow yourself to just be present with whatever thoughts come up. If there's a little bit of anxiousness, if you're excited, if you're not really sure about this, that's okay. Just let it be. You don't have to give it a name. You don't even have to understand it. You can just be present with it. And so we just ask in this moment that, God, you fill our hearts with whatever it is that is meant for us here today to bear witness to. Give us the tools that are needed for us to do your work on the planet, to share your message and to help draw people closer to their own hearts. Allow for whatever this message is to be a pathway to guide us home to the truth of how we relate to you. Remembering that this is not a transactional relationship. This is a relationship where we get to be your best friend. Mm -hmm. And we know that this message supports us in not only being best friends with you, but sharing your wisdom, your love, your compassion on the planet. We know that you want us to be bold. We know that you want us to be courageous. You know that we want to share your light. We want to share the radiance that you fill us with, that you inspire us with. And so let this be guidance for that. And so Sarah, when you're ready, a yes out loud to draw a single card. Yes. Okay, go ahead and open your eyes. Come back to this physical place. Mm. All right. Oh, Sorry for the noisy baby, if anybody could hear him. Oh, he's he's totally in the makings of a divine creature. Yeah, he himself. was he was it's in the moment with us. I, I feel it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the card that came through is the medicine bag. Now this deck is called the Native Spirit Deck. It comes from my lineage of the Cherokee. And so we're going to see what this specific message for us could mean. And so just take this however you want to take it. And you can take some of it. You can take all of it. You can take none of it. But let it, let it just come to you. And don't try to make anything of it unless you are inspired to. So this says, the medicine bag. Gather your resources. Be discerning. Vast inner power is growing in your life. Step back and let it grow. There are times to shine brightly for all to see, and there are also times to choose carefully who sees your true self. There's that balance. Choose wisely. 
Do not make hasty decisions. If it doesn't feel right, it's okay to hold back. It's okay to say no. Your no is just as divine as your yes. You are protected from anything less than positive and outside influences. Your capacity and potential are growing in leaps and bounds. It's traditional in indigenous cultures to carry a medicine bag or a medicine bundle as a form of protection and safety. It also helps you connect with the spirit within you. It's also a way to access your personal power through the sacred objects that are held inside. The items in the medicine bag each contain potent qualities that allow one's abilities to magnify and also helps one to commune with the great creator. As your power grows, take time to protect it. Just as you protect a seedling in the early months and then later once it's established as a tree, it can then withstand the storms of time. Protect yourself by nurturing yourself and you will become just as mighty as the oak. That's so powerful. My gosh. Wow. I, I'm so curious, like what everybody listening is going to feel after this and get out of this. And if you're comfortable with sharing, I would love for you guys to DM me and you, um, DM both of us, um, and just kind of share your experience through this. Cause I think that's really, really powerful. And it's crazy how that had connections to things that we talked about today. Girl, every time I do readings, I seriously say like, you cannot make this stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's that way every time I get on call with a client, whether it's a new client or, you know, an OG client that I've worked with for a long time, we'll draw cards or we'll drop into some sort of session where we're doing intuitive work and it is so in alignment all the time. And I always say this, I am just a conduit for this. Yeah. I'm not doing this for you. This is God working through me. This is the divine speaking to you through me. And that's why we go to church. That's why we listen to pastors. That's why we, you know, read different texts because God has different ways to speak to us. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I, yeah, I'm so curious because it, it sounds like this is exactly what we've touched on today. Like your power is growing. You've got this, you can create whatever you want to create don't forget to nurture yourself. Don't forget that your no is just as powerful as your yes. And you get to choose. Mm, So good. I think that's such a powerful note to close out on. I love that. Um, So before I let people learn where they can find you, I have been closing the shows with a very random question that's just for fun and for my own entertainment. Um, but I would love to know what the last thing that you Googled was. <laughs> the last thing I Googled. Oh, gosh, I know what it is. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. <laughs> I have two ribs that are dislocated right now. <laughs> No, I would never know. Um, but yeah, I have. So I'm doing spinal decompression with my chiropractor. And last night, my boyfriend and I were Googling what muscles are in between the ribs so that we could nurture and n- nourish those and ice those muscles to help my ribs feel better. <laughs> yeah, you are a rock star sitting here doing this with ribs all busted up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 
That's part of being a cowgirl. Yeah, we are just going back to the what don't you do? You are a superhero. I'm convinced. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Uh, That's so you. great. I, I just love the variety of answers I've been getting. It's kind of my favorite question ever. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, it has been so amazing getting to know you and learn more about you. And I would love for people to find you and work with you and all the things. So do you want to share just where people can can get with you online? Absolutely. First of all, thank you, Sarah, so much for having me. I'm so grateful for what you're doing. I love your podcast. I love who you are. I follow you on all the things. So it's been an honor to connect with you. You have the sweetest smile. Those of you who don't know, we're on Zoom. So (laughs) I get to see her smile. And um, yes, the, the best place to find me is Instagram. I am Elise Nicole. It is two underscores, Elise Nicole, two underscores. And my website is elisenicolekirkpatrick.com. And again, I am happy to invite you all into this Embody Your Desires Accelerator workshop as my gift. So that is the first place that you can work with me on me as a gift. And um, I, yeah, just reach out. I love connecting. Connection is so big in my book. So yeah. You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl podcast insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here, and I'll talk to you in the next one.